Once upon a time, <laughs> there was a podcast. <laughs> and this is this is said podcast. Hi, welcome back. Wow. It's Watch. It is. Is that cozy? I was trying to make it winter and cozy. Like it's so we were in the night so court. Cozy. Yeah. Ooh. I'm here, obviously, with Rachel and Dina. Hello. Are you just are you just getting like so emotional about like how many sex scenes we're gonna get to talk about today? <laughs> yeah, I was just really kind of overwhelmed by the profundity of <laughs> them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> In the collective sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would love our foremost expert on male anatomy, <laughs> wow. Dina, to really take our hands. I'm foremost appreciator. Yeah. Well, she's like more, she's like more, she's sort of an objective critic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like the New York Times food critic. I'm, I'm a historian. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she's like, like a, I'm a historian. historian. She's like mm-hmm. an art historian. That's me. I was going to say, this is going to be like a play in three acts, and um, act wow. one will take us to premature ejaculation. So, Ooh, <laughs> uh, Oh, yes. <laughs> I, literally, I just got chills. Uh, like, I literally... Absolute chills. But first, we do have to go back to CrossFit. <sighs> yeah. And it's really cute, because Cassian is waiting for... Nesta in the private training area that they finally realized they should be using. And right. he got her to train one day, but now he's like so scared that she's not going to come back and she's late. And he's like, maybe my plan didn't work. Like I tried so hard. Like what if I'm not smart enough? <laughs> it's our sweet boy. But then it turns out that she's actually only late because she's so sore. She can't walk up the stairs. Wow. And again, I wish that was relatable <laughs> oh. well, <laughs> <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> Haven't been that sore in a long time. Uh, uh, no, relatable queen for some of us, less so for others. But, you know, of course, because she's so sore, like, Cassian has to help her stretch. Oh, of course. And we all know what kind of stretch one does when there is sexual tension. It's like that one where, like, he has her leg and he's, like, pushing her leg back. Right. You know, he just really wants oh, to yeah. make sure her hamstrings or whatever other things are yeah. there. Are... It's like trainer, trainer stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to. You literally must. This is when they get into the whole thing about lactic acid. And I was just like, Sarah, Sarah, did we have to? Did we have to? Yeah. And like, how do they know about lactic acid? <laughs> yeah, that it's one like, slipped through. Doesn't I'm that like, require, do like... their bodies still have lactic acid? Like, one would think that that is not... Oh, like the Fae don't have lactic acid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But right. There are a lot. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot <laughs> like, of issues Who there. has the microscope where they're like figuring out what the lactic acid is, you know? Yeah. I assume that's how we discovered lactic acid, but. Right. I don't know. But, you know, don't worry. He gets the lactic acid out by stretching her in a way that feels extremely sexual to all parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then we have like a little bit of like. Plot, 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 because they have to meet with Eris again because they're all trying to, like, prevent a war and, like, everybody's trying to out-diplomat each other. And, like, mm-hmm. they're all, you know, like, Cassian's like, everybody uses double speak and it's really hard for me and I feel like I always get, like, put in a corner or whatever. <laughs> but they have a little meeting. This is when we get some hints that Eris wasn't as terrible to more as everybody assumes, but Cassian doesn't believe it. And Reese is being weird. And that's all we need to know. Yeah. Thank you. Very yeah. well succinctly put. Those were my <laughs> my meeting notes from that UN diplomat meeting. Yeah. yeah. Confab. Those are your minutes. Okay. Yep. Then oh, we get some like amazing Beauty and the Beast without Stockholm Syndrome, you know, <laughs> because she she goes back to the house and she's like so sore and the house makes her a bath and finds yeah. her a slutty book. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She's, she's living in this big house. She has all these books. She has, like, the house, like, taking care of her. Mm-hmm. And, like, sure, and- she's, like, kind of stuck there, but she's not, like, super stuck there in the way that Belle was stuck there. <laughs> right. And the house specifically draws her, I believe, a lavender and rosemary-scented bath. That is Ooh. true. Max. Very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Wow. And gives her dinner. And, like... I love this, except I'm, like, the token girly with the bath where, like, if I'm ever drawn a bath, I'll, like, get into it 
for like a second and then, and then i like, get out uh, i'm like okay <laughs> this is a nice idea i'm gonna depart right like what does one do here also if the water isn't like scalding hot it feels too weird like i'm not but then it's like, too warm. i think i've never I, like a bath has never lived up to expectations in mm. my like like maybe when i was a kid it did but yeah. in my sort of adult memory, a bath has never lived up to expectations. Right, but a conceptual bath? The conceptual bath is the best kind of bath. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's true. Hot take, that but also right. not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So she loves that. Obviously, she's also down in the library doing her library duties of just like wandering around shelving books. But if mm. you remember, the library kind of swirls down into the core of like the house or the mountain and Yeah, wait, can we explain that? Is there there's a prison at the bottom of the library? It's not a prison. It's just potentially the womb of the world and like ultimate darkness and like nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just like something like that. It's like whatever. It's like, you know, like a basement. <laughs> I really that like really ruined the coziness of the library for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And it's, like, all of these poor, like, recovering ladies. Are on the front lines. <laughs> it's a totally safe space except for, like, the scariest creatures on this planet and maybe others are maybe at the bottom. Yeah. But other than that, really safe space. So there was one creature who was down there, in particular, Briaxis, who was basically everybody's personal living nightmare. Like, she would kind of, like, make you relive your nightmares or something and it okay. was really bad but gwen says like she never really bothered them <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah i think she knew that we had all actually already experienced our nightmares and decided to like maybe let us like give us a, live a little you know nice. i mean i'm trying to be open-minded here maybe the scariness of the bottom layers of the library make the top layers all the more cozy because maybe they're like safe and you see other people and but i just really want it to be yeah you shouldn't have to worry in a library i know but remember deadly education like that was weirdly cozy too even though they were like kind of in a library but getting attacked by monsters all the time um yes you're like no i don't remember (laughs) there weren't there weren't a lot of library scenes there weren't a lot of library scenes but yeah true i guess it was just a school yeah yeah no obviously it would be better if there wasn't, like, death beckoning or whatever. So, anyway, here's what happens, though. She has to go shelve a book on the seventh floor of the library, but seven is, like, down. Mm-hmm. And so it's super toward the end. And she's kind of beckoned by the darkness. And it's not just the darkness absence of light, but, like, ultimate absolute darkness. And she feels like it's calling to her. Wow. And she doesn't really know what's happening. But then Gwen comes to save her. And with her little, she's like a little like infinity stone or something, and it <laughs> protects them. <laughs> and they kind of walk together up. And the way Gwen describes it is that she can feel something like a cat, small and clever and curious, like following, like the darkness is like kind of following them, like it's like attracted to them. And this is when mm-hmm. I wish we were doing this a little bit later in the day because I would have made you guys like have a beer open and we could do a shot every time light calls to like. Because this is when like starts, like starts to, to call like. to like, but throughout this episode, you're going to hear, you know, you might have heard it before. I don't know. You might hear it again. Yeah. But, you know, like has shot, never like called to like. to like, like, like calls to like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here. That's exactly true. Also, the last thing I'll say is that Gwen thinks that this darkness is kind of the remnants or the shadow of Briaxis, the monster who was down there, but escaped. But Nesta says it feels older than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. and gwen's like bitch based on what <laughs> yeah like <laughs> no i don't think that's right actually <laughs> but then at dinner that night ness is kind of on her self-hatred journey again and mm-hmm. she can tell that cassian is like afraid that she's gonna snap at him but then she kind of yep. ends up snapping at him <laughs> she tells him about the Briaxis thing and he tells her about some of the creatures that he put in the prison. And it's like, conveniently, he happens to talk about these creatures that, like, I don't know, maybe we'll... Who knows? Maybe we'll see them again. Maybe we'll never see them ever again. Wow. Right. One can't say. Spoil me. <laughs> One can't say. 
Oh, he's also, he's doing the classic thing where he's like, see this scar? This scar is from that monster, and this scar is from yeah, that monster. Yeah, and he's monster. like, you see this scar on my dick? No, just kidding. <laughs> this scar yeah. on my pec? Yeah. The scar on my seventh ab muscle? <laughs> yeah. And then, because they're talking, he gets a little too ahead of himself and tries to push her to talk about her powers, but she really does not want to talk about this. Why? I don't know, because yeah. uh, we all want powers. It brings she's powers. like, I don't have any powers. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's really in denial. And then they get in a little fight and she's like, here's the part where you remind me everybody hates me and I leave. And guess what? She goes for the door, but obviously he's faster than her. And so he stops her and then he's trying to rile her up basically. And then mm-hmm. her power does rise to the top. And apparently the way it shows is that her eyes glow like molten silver. Mm. Hot. Hot. And importantly, Cassian's reaction to this is not fear, but horniness. Yes. He leans in to whisper to her after her eyes get like that. She's like so mad. And he leans in and he goes... The first time I saw that look in your eyes, you were human, and I nearly went to my knees before you. (laughs) I know. Wait. But also, she, like, first, she, like, kind of walks, like, up to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's gazed into her eyes and breathed, beautiful. (laughs) And then... She pushes him to the wall. Yeah, she laid a hand on his chest. Yeah. Uh, we love a singular hand on chest moment. Yeah. And then he does the, I nearly went to my knees for you. And then he grazed the tip of his nose on uh, her neck. Yeah. Well, actually, what are your thoughts? Because you were you were against the nose flicking. But how do you feel about nose grazing? This is completely different, obviously. Okay, just checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> I just want to give you space to share your feelings. No, this is great. This is like like this is this is great. It's completely different than a public nose flicking. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing they have in common is a nose. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But I will say this scene cuz also then she at some point she begins to withdraw her hand from his chest and he puts his hand atop her hand mm-hmm. and he rubbed his thumb over the back of her hand. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I just want to say, like... With his calluses. Oh, of course, it's a calloused And thumb. just to be clear, she couldn't get a breath down as she drowned in that stare. Here's the thing. This episode, this part of the book, like, we are spoiled mm-hmm. <laughs> with what is to come. Yeah. So it's it's tempting to just blow past this, but, like, in other books, we would be living off of this alone. Right. That's these true are, for like so 500 just, pages. These would be yeah, meager so, rations on the this would be like, Oregon Trail. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say. Because I'm like, we have we have so much actual like bodily touching to get to, but you're so right. Like, we can't skip past him looking at her, smiling, nothing but wickedness and challenge. I'm yeah. going to think of that look. Oh, no, wait, sorry. What does he say? Do you know what I'm going to think of tonight? Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to think of tonight? That face. That look on your face. I'm always thinking of that look on your face. And this is a small sound must have come out of her. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> We're jerking it to faces again. Wow. As the Lord our God intended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. We do get a nice little kind of double self-pleasure scene because Let's our girl Nesta has got to take care of business. Obviously, again, our boy Cassian, like, our hunt prototype. Takes matters into his own hands. Yeah. Thrice. Yeah. But, like, Nesta, sweetie, she, like, tries to go to sleep. And then, of course, she can't go to sleep. And she's just, like, in her head, like, has his his replay of, I'm always thinking of that look on your face. I'm always thinking of that look on your face. And it's like, we know you're not going to sleep until you do what you need to do, honey. Yeah. Girl, just do it. And she asks the house to leave, which is so funny. Yeah. I was like, what does that even mean? But okay. Uh, I get it. I always ask my house to leave. Yeah. (laughs) Is this the only... This is the only... I think so. Female self-pleasuring that I have encountered in the SJM universe. Right? I think... Well, does phone sex count? We have that. (sighs) No. 
No, we, we, we're not counting we it. Forget about that one. Okay. Okay. This is literally one of my favorite scenes ever because then obviously they both show up at breakfast the next morning. I just love this that they're constantly like they constantly have to show up for like one-on-one meals like in the light of day next to each other. <laughs> and the house is meddling because the house like sometimes the house lets her like eat in her room and sometimes yeah, the house sometimes does not let her and <laughs> yeah. like, forces her to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so cute. Okay, but the funniest thing about this is that Cassie comes in. Nesta's reading a book. She's, like, reading one of her smutty romances. So he asks her what it is, and she's like, oh, it's a romance. And he's like, uh, I gathered that. What's that one about? And she dropped her gaze quickly, but the blush remains. He knew it had nothing to do with the novel. And her hands are, like, on the table. Her hand is, like, clenching the fork. And he looks at her hand, and she, like, pulls her hand under the table as if to hide the evidence. Wow. I'd miss this. <laughs> as if, oh, my God, Yeah. <laughs> As if it were blazing with proof, his blood heated as he realized. <laughs> okay. And then he obviously immediately gets like so turned on. And he's sitting at the table and he like, oh, I love this classic. Like his cock grew hard, pushing at his pants to the point of pain. The leather is straining. The leather is straining hair. We get it, people. We know we've been yeah. there. We get it. He's shifting in his seat, trying to free up any space for himself. No. <laughs> They the love friction this. enough to make him grit his teeth. <laughs> and he's like, what's your book about? Yeah. I feel like my empathy for, like, you know, just young boys trying to make it through the the school day or something. You know, he's like, I can't get up from the table. What do I do? He, yeah, he doesn't even realize that when he asks her what the book is about, she's just like, the book about is about Ugh. a book. <laughs> yeah. And then he, like, dashes out of the room he runs out of the room i love and i love that like this is like the perfect level of like miscommunication trope where afterwards nessa's like oh he like maybe didn't even want to be in the same room with me me. yeah Yeah. but she's like but i maybe saw a boner but like i don't know but it's like that's the perfect level it's like not too much speaking of miscommunications we get a really good one right now because then they go to training after they both i don't know do some deep breath and get it fucking together Mm -hmm. and she's like oh like what are we doing today and he's like okay we're gonna do the warm-up and then we'll move into some core work and she's like my core like i guess that she thinks like you know she's been reading too much smut yeah (laughs) as cassian says that's the only fucking place someone talks about that as yeah. a core so yeah i will say we do see here she's like starting to get some ideas which is like you know good because cassian's telling her about the blood right which is how illyrians become illyrian warriors they have to go survive on this mountain and like kill their way to the top and it's like all very brutal and rough and nesta's like well could women ever do it and obviously the Illyrians are, like, very backwards. And so, like, no. And so Nesta asks about, like, training non-Illyrian women and asks if she can invite the priestesses to train if they want to train. She, like, puts up a little sign in the library and nobody signs up and she's so sad Aww. about it. I would never put myself out there like that, but that mm. would be, like, really, like, tough if no one signed up. Yeah, I would. But also... I don't know. Some of them haven't, like, spoken to another person in 80 years. Like, again, this is, like, to your point about, like, immortals and their sense of time. Like, if they don't sign up in a week. It's okay. It's okay. Like, you didn't do anything wrong. I have a question. Are immortals actually immortal in this world? Or is it a la Crescent City and they just live for a long time? Like a long time. They live a really long time and they like heal quickly. Okay. They fade out. Yeah. She and Cassie and then also get in a spat. And she kind of goes dead behind the eyes and decides the only thing that she can do in this moment is go walk down the stairs. The 10,000 stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like her calming exercise. Like, I don't know. Like, you 
one could meditate or one could torture one's joints by walking down a ton of stairs. It's also, it's a helpful measurement of her progress, you know, sort of like mental health progress. We get to like, we'll know we're there when obviously when she gets to the bottom of the stairs. Correct. And actually, Will, she does the whole miserable thing where she walks down and then walks up. And then guess who's still there waiting for her? Sweet Cassian. Cassie baby. Cassie baby. And she's like, I don't feel like sparring with you. And then, whatever, they get in a little tiff again, and he grips her wrist, and she says, let go, and he's like, make me, use your training, like, you're trained now, make me, and she's like, you're an arrogant bastard, he calls her a haughty witch, and then she says, let go, so he just, like, lets go, but anyway, this is where, like, the power games go from the 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 mind to the body, if mm. you will, Wow. because he thinks he won that spat, again, our sweet dummy, and so she realizes she needs to knock that smirk off his face. Oh, so she yeah. Only one her way. fingers into the leather <laughs> of his, like, you know, his leathers and hauled her mouth to his. Doesn't one of you have a thing about hauling? We've one of hauled you very before. Anti-hauling? Yeah, I, we don't need to haul. <laughs> there are some things that I do need to flag here at mm-hmm. some point. Some of the mouth-based. Please. But continue, Dina. Okay, great. So, the pick. you know, listen, Nesta is, in fact, <laughs> slanting her lips over his, rising onto her toes because he's so tall. Slant? What does that even mean? I don't know. Maybe she's know. like a hypotenuse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a hypotenuse. <laughs> so she kissed him and she goes to like pull away, as in, like, oh, haha, I got you. And like she like laughs and she like goes to unhook her fingers. But she only got as far as lowering her right hand before he surged forward to kiss her back and basically, like, slams them into the wall. Mm. All of him is lined up against all of her. Hands Love. are sliding into hair, gripping hips. This is when the real makeout happens. Yeah. Oh, we're making out. Yes. Okay. And guess what? What? She does give out a little moan, and that moan is, in fact, the sound of his what, folks? His undoing. Oh, he's a man undone. He's a man undone. He's a man undone, as they all are. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, I want to flag two things that I actually, I wrote down, but I don't actually need my notes because it's It's in the old, burned in there. It's etched. Oh, yeah. (laughs) At one point, he licks the roof of her mouth. He does. He does. that That is word for word. He licks the roof, the roof of her mouth. As he and her slid teeth. his tongue over her teeth. Wait, how is he doing two things with it? Like, I guess he did one and then Does he, he did the other. Does he have a tongue? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted, because we all know at this point, I think famously, sort of where I stand on the French kissing of it all. But right. I just wanted to get it. And I'm getting a sense that even proponents might not take some pause at <laughs> licking the roof of a mouth. Yeah. I just, that's like, you're, that's a long tongue. How are we doing that? I, don't, I just don't know. I don't, I don't I'm literally like, you I need don't to know like, that i like, ever touched the top of somebody's. Yeah, you need to hold her like jaws open so you could like get <laughs> in like there. like a little dentist. You know? He has like one yeah, of those Yeah, you need like, the little, little dentist thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. And then at another part, I, it's something like he was kissing her like he wanted to learn every, like, part of her mouth or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's okay to keep some mystery. It's okay not to know <laughs> every part of someone's it's mouth. It's okay not to know. It's, like, honestly, another another dentist base. When I got my little retainer thing, they have, like, yeah. some some machine now that gives, like, a 3D reconstruction of your, like, jaw. That's oh, what he's trying man. to do. That's literally what yeah. he's trying to do. But otherwise, great. Otherwise, really great. great. Obviously, MO. she meets him stroke for stroke. You know what I mean? Like, of course. Obviously, like, fingers are plunging into so hair. So they're just like they're like licking. In my mind, when they say that, it's like they're both licking each other's tongues at the same time. It's like you know, stroke for stroke. Oh yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. We're not gonna. I'm, <laughs> who am I to judge? It's like they're both licking ice cream at the same time, but there's no ice cream, and their <laughs> tongues are just licking each other. <laughs> Um, also, I do. I'm so sorry to like bring up any PTSD from a recent episode, but I do want to be clear that we get another scoop here, another scoop, scoop. Ooh, no, I like it. He slid his hands around her, grasping her ass, and lifted her into the air. She wrapped her legs around his middle and moaned again as he pressed himself between her thighs. I mean, that's great. That's great. We're pro. 
Although it's like kind of weird to do that and then not go the whole way, you know? Oh, for sure. Which is why he's mortified. <laughs> because this, friends, is the act one premature ejaculation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she basically, like, she can't, she's like trying to get into the leathers, but she can't. So she's just kind of going like above board. Yeah, she's just, like, there are too many little Like laces. little straps and <laughs> strings and like <laughs> We need and, a quick release like lever (laughs) (laughs) like truly so much leather so she's like wedging her hand between their bodies like honestly feels like kind of awkward but she's just like doing the best she can with what like you know body composition like she's been given and he's like if you keep doing that i'm going to and she does keep doing it (laughs) and he does in fact come in his pants wow yeah, yeah. And so then, even though she was just losing it, as much as he was losing it, she, like, climbs off of him and gives him a cold, cruel smile and said, someone's quick off the mark, and then walks yeah. out. She's <laughs> like, you're going to play power Classic. games? I'm going to win the power games. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're going to reject me? I'm going to reject you first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've never seen it before. It's brand new. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> wow iconic but it is funny because we do this is a nice subversion of the rules here and i want to give sjm credit for that because she is not coming first but he is coming in a way that is fucking mortifying and so it's not you know yeah that's so true Mm -hmm. it's so cute though it's so cassian's so cute (laughs) honestly it's the cutest premature ejaculation because then like at breakfast the next day he's just so like he's so embarrassed talking to Azriel about even though like Azriel wasn't involved <laughs> I don't really wait what does Azriel say oh yeah he goes did something happen that I as your chaperone should know about <laughs> oh he's it's like so sir cute. you're not doing literally anything so he's like his whole thing is like he's kind of embarrassed but he's more like now I have a debt that I have to repay like I have yeah, to he's an, even he's an orgasm debt yeah so yeah. he is thinking about this orgasm debt but Azrael's like so are you ready to head down to the house and Cassian apparently was not listening to him last night and is not listening to him today because his brain is mush but they have to go down to the house for a meeting and so we villa, do have to meeting. interrupt our really intensely building sexual tension to have a little bit of plot yeah Ooh. Yeah, but we gotta have our vegetables. Yeah, it's true. And they need, like, Nesta comes, right? Like, Nest, they need mm-hmm. Nesta. They all go down to the house or, like, really, like, the estate or, you know, the mansion that Farah mm-hmm. and Reese live in. They realize that the human queens are looking for the dead trove. That's what Azrael learned. And now the dead trove is basically three... The Deathly Hollows. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Dread trove. Three ancient objects of immense power. One of them, there's like a mask that allows you to raise the dead or control the dead. There's a harp that basically it kind of says you can travel like between worlds or time or something. And there's a crown. That lets you like control anyone oh yeah oh that's what it is yeah the crown lets you like control anybody or like influence anybody and the harp like opens doors so i like the idea that the harp just opens like your house door right (laughs) right and i think they think it means like you could like winnow a lot of people through but there's like hints that it means like also like yeah it's like the horn yeah 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 exactly oh wow and they're born in the harp Yeah, there's a whole band. So many ages. Okay, but the dead trove. Actually, okay, so I will say this was a a moment where it could have been like, guys, why did we never talk about the dead trove before? Dread Dread trove. (laughs) What am I calling it? Dead. Dead trove. Oh, dread trove. Yeah. Yeah. It's harder to say. It is harder to say. Dread trove. But apparently the dread trove maybe also has a sentience of its own and wanted people to forget. Because Amran's like, yeah, why didn't I think about it when we were trying to find the cauldron? Because take a shot, like calls to like. Like, like calls to like. Calls I also love like. that, that it's like, it can't be that I just like didn't think of it. Like someone had to be preventing right. me right, from she's so being smart. smart about it. Yeah. yeah. And I right. should say the, the dread trove was made from the cauldron. 
Yeah. Next time I like fail at something at work, I'm gonna be like, sorry, there was just like a glamour on yeah. me. Like it's not my yeah. fault. Right. Like I couldn't see past the glamour. Sorry. I can't be held accountable. But anyway, lots of themes here about objects having sentience. Nesta, you may remember, also made by the cauldron. Like calls the like hashtag. You mm-hmm. are the like that could call to the like of the dead tro dread trove. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but Nesta's really scared to do that. But Elaine walks in and she's like, "How? So wait, so how are you going to find it? And Elaine's like, open the door, like, using me. And it's like her <laughs> moment of like, bravery. Yeah. And then obviously Nesta's like, no, you're not doing that. Just kidding. I'll do it. She's and, like, you they, can't like, be fight. in trouble. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I don't want you to be in danger. And also I need to be the center of attention. Right. Correct. <laughs> Although Nesta does deliver some sick burns here because Elaine is kind of standing up for herself for fucking once. And Nesta goes, huh, maybe you'll finally become interesting at last, Elaine. Ah, <laughs> such a fucking sister, like, sister. And I'm also dagger. sorry, Nesta's all of us. Like, Elaine, when are you going to be interesting, you know? Yeah, I've always been bored by Elaine. I don't care about her at all. Yeah. Except for her gardening. I'm, like, so annoyed that, like, we even have to talk about this and that this is even a thing. It's, like, I really can knock it over. This is my least fucking favorite trope of all time. There is no fucking need on this earth for 21-year-old Farah to be pregnant. But then Farah announces she's pregnant and everybody's so excited. <sighs> Immortal 21-year-old Farah, who yeah. presumably has a few other centuries in which she could bear children. Correct. Oh, but they realize, because they almost died, they realize they have to have baby now. <laughs> Ugh. Boo. And it's just so, it's so annoying because it's like, we could have done anything with her plot. Like, I just, I hate it. It's my least favorite thing, but whatever. And like, this is why like Reese has been like really shielding her like super intensely. And you've been like, oh, I wonder why he's doing that. Ugh, Cause she's pregnant and now he's going to be even more protective. Cool. And it's like kind of annoying because Reese has been this super hot character who's been really fiercely protected her independence this whole time. And then you see him basically be like every progressive lefty boy of all time that like (laughs) once they get into a relationship, like actually carries all the same bullshit that the rest of them do. And like, wow, he's like so annoyingly protective. Okay. Do you think it's necessary though from like a, like we must glow down Reese so that Cassian can be like the hot the hot hot thing in the book you know totally i also think it's from nesta's perspective Mm, yeah which is fair but yeah no it probably did have time but i'm like i think i kind of wish she did it differently so that pharaoh wasn't pregnant and i didn't have to be annoyed at reese the whole time right yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah (laughs) and it just like it keeps going it just keeps it's like okay it's just like, yeah. I guess we needed something to occupy everyone else's time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Ugh. Also, by the way, in the scene, there's a moment when Nesta and Elaine are fighting. And Az is like standing still and silent, but his shadows are like kind of like gathering around her and like getting defensive of her. And this is where there's like a lot of people are, feel very strongly about like who Az is going to end up with. And some people feel like he's going to end up with Elaine. And part of it is because of their like lines like these where like he clearly gets like pretty defensive or protective of her. But it's like unclear if it's a red herring or foreshadowing. Well, but in the, in our little novella that we didn't read, it's like explicitly, he's like trying to go after Elaine and Reese is like, you can't do that. Oh, really? I forgot that. Because of Lucian. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Reese, like you get to just hand down like decrees. Also, like, Jesus, as discussed, poor man has suffered enough. Yeah, I, they all have, like, they've such, the, the Bat Boys, like, the, the Coterie has such a weird relationship to Reese and Feyre, like, yeah. they have a, they have a line, I think it's around here somewhere, where Reese drops the shield so they could smell that she's pregnant, and Cassian is like, oh, finally I get to smell Feyre's lovely scent again, and I'm like, oh, okay, like. <laughs> yeah. The Cassian and Farah of it all is kind of weird. Yeah. It's just, they're like, it's like, oh, it's like young sister, but it's also like mom. And it's also like, I don't It's like. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Ew. I hate it. Honestly. Yeah. I cannot muster up any excitement for it. Oh. No. 
But you know what I can muster up excitement for? What? Orgasm debt settling. Wow. Act two. Yes. So we're back. Later in the day or in the evening, as and Cassie are hanging out, talking about like having kids one day. Obviously, then Cassie starts thinking about Nesta and how he wants to have kids with her one day. And then he starts to get a little like horned up again. And he goes to Asriel. He like looks at him. He's like, turn a blind eye, chaperone. And he like gets up off the cozy chairs they're sitting in and like goes to settle the debt between uh, him and Ness. Yes. <laughs> It's like he has like one drink probably to like give him like, you know, the courage and Cassian knocks on her door and goes into her room and finds Nesta curled up in bed, a book propped up on the thick down comforter. She was just getting to the sizzling first kiss in her latest novel. Part of me is like sad he interrupted that evening that also sounds I like a know. good evening <laughs> i had the same thought i was like couldn't you have done it on a less cozy evening <laughs> but don't worry he comes in he's still in his leathers you know he looks like some great writhing beast and she again little miscommunication thought that it was a mistake so she's like what like you made it clear enough last night that this was a mistake and he goes the only mistake was that I came before I could taste you. Ooh. This is what wow. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> also, great trope. He finally, this is like the first time he ever sees her with her hair down. Mm-hmm. And he like really loses it. He literally, his voice was rough as he said, I've never seen you with your hair down. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he's like physically restraining himself. He's like, I'm here to settle the debt between us. <laughs> oh, she also has really long hair. I just checked down to her waist. Yeah, like almost like a little too long. Like in my visuals, it's like it has a little bit more of a trim. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he says, the only mistake I made was that I came before I could taste you. The only mistake was that you ran off before I could get on my knees. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, sorry, this man has taken advanced like foreplay lines like this is this is some good stuff he's so much better than hunt is at this (laughs) so much better so much better and like whatever i guess hunt got more like lightning powers but i'm like i don't know cassian has more game so way more game yeah yeah so they have this whole classic kind of like agreement where it's just going to be sex it's staying out of training he's very serious about that which we love and He's, like, pleading with her at this point. He's like, Nesta. A note of pleading had entered his voice. He was trembling, the door behind him rattling with the force of his deteriorating self-control. He's, like, staring. He's just, like, waiting for her to say yes and, like, physically holding himself back. And so she just, like, looks at him, like, up and down and goes, yes. And then he lunged Mm. for her, a beast freed of its cage. (laughs) And she barely had time to twist toward the edge of the bed before his lips were on hers, devouring and claiming, duh, per use, per use. Does he start purring? Uh, oh, of it's, course. It's like purring sounds vibrated from his chest. It's like, uh. Oh, that sounds that. so cozy. What does that mean, even? <laughs> so he's purring. <laughs> anyway, we are back to following the strict rules here, folks, because we have mm-hmm. a very, very hot going down on her scene, like, we love, you know, we get, like, leather of his pants. She has the nightgown on. It's, like, coming, you know, off her shoulders. He's, feast, like, feast, 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 feast. They're lots feasting. Of, oh, my God. Wow. So much feasting. It's great. Also, speaking of sounds, there's some great sound stuff here. We get Cassian let out a sound from the back of his throat from his gut, like some sort of starved, tormented creature. <laughs> from his gut? <laughs> And then, by the way, like, as he's going down on her and as, like, she's orgasming, do you know how with Hunt and Bryce there was all that stuff that kind of, like, foreshadowed them, like, traveling through time? hmm Here we get some weird stuff about, like, we get the world fractured, reformed, and fractured again. And then we get, later on, we get it knocked the breath from her, the thoroughness of her pleasure, like the world could be remade in the force of what had erupted from her. Hmm. And again, I'm always just, like... Always here to, in, to enjoy everything in the scenes. You know, everything's things are pumping, things are feasting, lots is happening. But we are also for sure getting some weird shit here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I totally didn't notice. Yeah, I'm glad you're picking up on it because I get too easily <laughs> distracted. No, that's I'm like here to help. There's like so much good stuff here to be distracted with. And then she reaches for him. And again, she just wants to fuck him. And this is his moment to take, yeah, like, take no. the reins in the power game and say, we're even now. And grabbed his shirt and goes for the door. And then we're back to the little mind games because they go to do training and this will fuck. We have two more things to talk about that you're going to love. Okay. We go to training and they're kind of doing the whole like, oh, who's going to pretend like nothing happened more. And so we asked mm-hmm. her how she slept and she's like, like a babe. <laughs> like a babe. I love that. Like a babe. And then as the size, he's finally going to act like a little chaperone and goes to like basically C block their training session and then they decide to do a little sparring to show her how it's done. Obviously, they can't do that with shirts on. They take off their shirts. Yeah. This is when Nesta, girl of our girls, girl of our hearts, relatable queen, starts to immediately daydream about having a threesome with the both of them. Yes. While she's supposed to be, like, learning how they're <laughs> punching. She's like, what if I just dreamed about fucking both of them at the same time? Iconic. And we need it. We deserve it. We've earned it. Yeah. No, but Will, here's the thing. Sam did an interview about this. Okay. And she said the scene has been written, but she had to take it out. It's in the it's in the private collection because of the, you know, like emotional ramifications of it. She just couldn't do it. Why? It's written. What emotional ramifications? They're they're like brothers. I don't know. Real brothers. Asriel Asriel likes her sister. Yeah. Yeah, but like that's so fun. That's I know so much know. to work. Through. I think it's probably more that Azriel's gonna end up with either Elaine or Gwen, and so it's like I just like I just like I just love like you know maybe Azriel and Cass kind of get into it a little bit, and then they have to like sh- sit in their little sitting room on the chairs and like talk about it, and like wow, or like not, not talk about it. Like yeah, like we really <sighs> missed out. Wow, SJM, if you had an ounce of courage. Wow. Actually, I was thinking about this because I really in my life want to conduct a heist. And I've never <laughs> been able to identify like what the heist should be. And, and honestly, like I think a museum is probably too difficult <laughs> yeah. at this point because of technology, which like really upsets me. I kind of wish I was born another time so I can conduct a heist in a museum the right way, the real sure. way. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like the perfect heist would be if we go steal that scene from SJM's computer. Yeah. If you like how much money would you pay? To have access well, I don't to that. have money, but if I did have, no, money, I don't either. Let's be clear. <laughs> like a lot, I'd pay a hundred dollars. I would pay like five hundred dollars. I think yeah. I'd go five hundred. Yeah. Anyway, so I think would. about how much money we can make. Oh my god, this is how we pay off our student loans. We conduct a heist. We steal the scene. <laughs> we steal we SJM's scene. intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like out of respect for her, you know, out of right. Yeah, she just needs a, it's like it's like how they put nest in the house like we need to steal the right correct chapter and publish yeah. it it's like we just know better you know it's like not her fault i can't believe yeah. oh she took it out that's so i'm so upset yeah that's again eiffeled yeah <laughs> she's that's all she wants you know and like she's been through a lot she deserves it yeah, yeah and like cassian and as can lock eyes or something you know i know right they have to like really lock just eyes. like one time uh anyway the actual scene doesn't happen but we do get a little daydreaming which like i guess we'll take the crumb we got a whole thing where nesta's like fake training the library to like lure cassian down so that the priestesses can see that he's not like a scary man because men are very scary to them rightfully so And, like, her whole little scheme works because then Gwen signs up for training and she's making a friend and all is well. And then Nesta's, like, recruiting Emery from Winhaven, too. The shopkeeper, the Illyrian shopkeeper. It must be said only briefly that Nesta does sort of get Emery to come by, like, sort of insulting her and then, like, sort of bribing and guilting her. Yeah. You know, by hook or by crook. By hook or by crook, like, maybe that's friendship. You know, maybe, like, maybe that's friendship. And that seems to be... Emery's like love language, you know. Yeah, she's a Lyrian. Like she's a she's a hard. Like bitch. she needs to be insulted, and then she needs her spices and teas. Right. Which, yeah. Who doesn't love to be nagged and also have tea? Yeah. I'm just scooching us along here to act 
three. Yeah, please. Oh my gosh. The blowjob. I'm spent already, Capital but B maybe I've won the day. <laughs> this is like the crowning achievement of this book. <laughs> no, it really, really is. And honestly, it's all due to Eris. And so I think we should be thankful to him because Cassian meets with him and like, whatever, he's uses his whole little diplomat double speak and makes Cassian feel bad and not smart and then Cassian's on on his own self-hatred journey and they're at dinner and he's so broody and Nessa doesn't like that he's he's kind of like vacant behind the eyes and like his swagger is gone and she's like he I need to bring him back like what do I do what do I do I know I'm gonna give him a fucking blowjob at the dinner yeah. table oh yeah <laughs> I just remember getting such whiplash. I was like, you know, whatever, reading, sort of skimming, like whatever. I was like, what, what, like, what did I miss this? Like, how did this transpire? And she just sort of went at it. Yeah, no, she literally just sort of walks over, like puts her hands on the chair. Again, please hold. I'm going to take us to the text. Yeah. Thank Don't you worry. You. And in the meantime, I just want to say... I am really jealous that this is Boy Boss's first time reading the book. Like, he's, like, seeing this scene through the eyes of a babe. Of a wee babe. Yeah. Yep. For the first time. Yeah. And, like, you don't, because there's no world in which I anticipated this happening. No. No, it was unanticipatable. (laughs) She walks over, braces her hands on the arms of his chair as she brushed a kiss to his neck. His breath catches... She keeps kissing his neck, you know, just beneath his ear. And she goes to, like, undo those very complicated little ties of his leathers. The muscles in his thighs shifted against her as she pulled him free and nearly gasped. Yeah. It's enormous. The word enormous is used multiple times. So it's, like, extra enormous. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it the most... I think it's the, I think it's the absolute biggest we've ever seen. Yes, in the massiverse. So. Yeah, I think that's that's the vibe across that I'm multiple here. planets. Wow, good for him. I, yeah, think, I think so. Across <laughs> multiple layers of the universe. This is the biggest Although, dick we've ever seen. We still haven't seen Azrael's yet, so it that's kind true. of remains wow. to be seen. But that and is he's true. like kind of silent mm-hmm. yeah. killer. So yeah, her mouth dried out. Every plan she had requiring sudden reassessment. We have a classic, there's no way this is going to even, like, yeah, fit but in my mouth. Not going to fit. <laughs> but she sure as hell wanted to try. <laughs> He's soft we, as velvet, hard as steel. Oh, I meant to bring this I up. I told you guys. We were just talking about <laughs> I told you. Common parlance. I was cracking up when I reread this. I was like, oh my god, Rachel is, is so right. Is it in this scene, or I think it might be a subsequent scene. I don't know that the extent of the girth is oh no yeah relayed. she can't fit her hand she can't get her hand around yeah it. no like this is like <laughs> we're talking coke bottle i don't know like maybe liter bottle i don't know so there's yeah yeah. That's alarming. That's really alarming. <laughs> it's really alarming. It's like it's too much. It's obviously. too much. <laughs> no, that's you would want said. this She's on a day to day basis, right? No, but I guess if you have a fey p word, I don't know. It, We're right. just gonna assume, like, in the magic of it all, this, mm-hmm. yeah, that right. It's also, good. one must assume that with one's mate, you know, puzzle pieces are exactly in ways. round peg, yeah. round hole. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> Um, so we get a fun little, like, how do you like it? You know what I mean? She's like, like this or like this. And which, like, we love communication. You know, we're just like mm-hmm. pro-communication. We're pro-learning each other's bodies. We're not They're assuming both here. very communicative and sexually mm-hmm. liberated. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now, don't you worry. Everything in her body turned molten. Mm-hmm. It would. As the taste of him filled her mouth salt and something more. Something vital. Ooh. <laughs> little umami. <laughs> And then, wait, does Az come and, like, break it up? Well, no. Okay, so first of all, he unleashes himself, right? He's, right. like, holding back. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. to hurt her. Yeah. So they then, like, go to fuck. Like, he's like, take off your pants and, like, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, like, on the table. 
like literally on the table. And then they hear steps scuffing down the hall, a warning from somebody who knows how to remain silent. So I'm picturing uh, Admiral love. just being like, like, like stomping uh, his feet. Uh, uh, <laughs> poor, poor Admiral. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like in like, the I dining room. I literally just want to have some fucking soup for dinner yeah. after like a hard day of spying. Like, let me live. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And then Cassian's like so mad at him. He's oh my like, god! Yeah, fucking ass. Like, what's yeah. up? <laughs> he wasn't able to keep the bite out of his tone. He met his brother's too aware stare and silently conveyed every bit of annoyance he felt at his timing. Okay, here's something I don't love, which is, I guess I don't really know for sure, but I get the sense that like, so he says that, and then Azriel shrugged, surveying the food the house had brought him. Do you think the food was on the table the whole time? No, I think as, it showed up when I like, sat down. As soon as he sat down. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because good. they're not the house isn't gonna let the the food like get too cool or become room temperature. You know what I mean? The house is smarter or be, than that. Like contaminated in the you know, like yeah, just, Listen, no, I don't I mean it wasn't flying. Nothing was flying around. <laughs> like nothing but was like, flattering. kind of. I don't know. It's just like you don't <laughs> want it like to be that table. proximate. You don't want it to be that proximate, you know. Well, sure, but that's more of a mental thing. Like Yeah, yeah fine, fair, yeah. <laughs> But no, I think I think the food showed up after. Obviously, Nesta is just standing there awkwardly, and then is like, "Good night, bye." And then Cassian's like, "Ugh, thanks for that." Blah blah blah. And As is like laughing at him, and is like, "Don't show your hand all at once, Cassie baby. Save something for later." <laughs> and and Cassian calls him a busybody, and Azrael is just so fucking like it's just so funny he literally is like eating his food and he's like you let her suck your cock in the middle of the dining room at the table i'm currently using to eat my dinner i'd say that entitles me to an opinion (laughs) see i'm just saying like referring to your like alleged straight male friend c word to his face is like okay (laughs) wow yeah that's when you put it that way yeah anyway so great so good Three of the best yeah. sex scenes, like, in all of the Massiverse in this yeah. one episode. Like, what a treat. Like, spoiled what a us. Like, treat. We I hope everybody spoiled. enjoyed this as much as we did. This, it's, like, I feel like sometimes when I describe this podcast to people who don't read these books, I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, the thing is, like, SJM's books are, like, yes, there's, like, this component to it that is amazing. But they are also, like, they have this, like, plot and, like, what There's, like, story to it. Like what, No, I love it for the plot. I wouldn't have kept going if I didn't also love the plot. But go on. I was going to say, this book, however, seems like yeah. <laughs> mostly a series of sex scenes with, like, <laughs> I sp- like, I suppose we have to conjure a plot to, like, get right, us from, right, like, right, right. One to two to three to four, you know? Yeah, she has to get her hero's journey and her mate, and yeah. we are focusing a little bit more on the latter Yeah, at this time. But also, yeah. that's what SJM did, it seems. But also, I feel like treats for us all around, uh, as we deserve. Amazing. Wow. Wow. I wish you all clean dining room tables and and great smutty books and lactic no lactic acid in your bones, your muscles. Wow. I'm kind of speechless. We'll see you guys soon. In the meantime, you know, give us some ratings, give us some feedback, hit us up on Instagram, tell your group chat about us. All the things. All the things. Please. And we'll be back in your little ears very soon. Bye. 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 Bye.